Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. Seriously, how do I approach repeated behavior patterns without nagging him? So I think this is a great question. I think it's something that we all want to know. And basically what she's asking is, how do I change my partner, right, without nagging him? So first, I want to tackle her specific question. She mentions um, behavior patterns. And I think a lot of times we make demands on our partner. So, you know, a lot of times what we do is we um, hold things in and it brews. We get angry, resentful until it explodes. And then it's like, if you don't stop doing this or that, or, you know, if you don't change, then I'm out. Right. Um, So you have to express way before that happens. The way that you express it, and we'll get into, but um, I just wanted to point out the first thing you do is you have to express it when you feel it. You know, you can't allow it to grow into um, this ball of resentment because you you approaching him, um, and, and for him, it's going to be the first time, right? If you've been holding this in, uh, it's going to be alarming. It's not going to be fair, you know? So I think we all have a responsibility to express the change we want to see in our partner um, when, when it starts to affect us. So I'm not talking about like, I'm not talking about dating potential and wanting to uh, change your partner because you think that's the best for them. That's, that's a whole different topic and conversation. I'm talking about when your partner does something that, um, you know, affects you, right? So uh, let me just think of an example. So say your partner has a horrible habit of never making the bed. And so you get stuck in the morning doing that every day. Uh, You don't wait till two or three years into the relationship when you've done it a thousand times and you're very angry about it. You wait um, maybe a week or two and you say, hey, uh, I've been making the bed and I was wondering uh, maybe you can do it tomorrow, right? You you do it with more curiosity first, right? But you do express, can 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 you help me with this? So instead of you need to do make the bed, or instead of you're a fucking child, make your bed. Um, you're coming in curious. You're coming in, hey, can you help me with something? And then if you see no change in your partner, uh don't jump to anger. Then you remind your partner and you say, Hey, that thing I mentioned, you know, um, how can I help you execute that more? Can, can I remind you? Can I, you know, um, help you by doing it every other day? Like, how can I help you? You let me know. Right. And you're not saying it like in a sarcastic way, You're, you're being sincere. And then if that falls on deaf ears and nothing happens and there's no change, then you have to ask yourself, oh, actually, no. Then, then I would say um, express to your partner that you feel unheard, right? So now it's not even about the making the bed. It's about feeling ignored. You address something and uh, there was no action that made you feel validated or hurt. 
So now it's bigger than the actual behavior. Now you're making it about us, about the relationship. And then if he doesn't respond to that, then I would ask myself, why am I with this person? Because chances are, if he hasn't responded to, you know, numerous conversations and assuming the conversations are not from passing, you know, you're not uh, just mentioning it as you're uh, passing each other in the hallway, you're sitting down, you're saying, Hey, I want, I want to, you know, talk to you about this case. I mean, it doesn't look the, <laughs> the making the bed thing doesn't have to be like a big sit down conversation, but, um, it, it has to, maybe it's over dinner. Maybe it's, I don't know, but you know, it, it can't just be like an email or a text, right? Actually, there should be some eye contact and some, some human engagement. Um, but if you do that multiple times and it's just completely being ignored, uh, I, I would ask myself, why, why are you in this? Is, is this a pattern that keeps happening? Chances are it is because um, the, the way that we are as, as humans, we, we just, we're, we're habitual, we have patterns. So addressing it multiple times, and then uh, if you don't see change, asking yourself um, why you're in. And when I say ask yourself why you're in this, it doesn't mean to leave. It just means to ask yourself, you know, what is this relationship lopsided? Like do a relationship inventory. What else is happening that you may have um, swept under the rug or that you may have ignored, but now it's a big deal, right? So again, expressing how the behavior and pattern is um, affecting you in your life, bringing it back to you, not them. You're not assassinating someone's character because uh, they didn't do something or, or, or they did do something. Um, you're bringing it back to you and how that thing they're doing or not doing impacts your quality of life, your day, you know, your story, whatever right? Bring it, always bring it back to you. Because if not, there's a lot of room uh, for finger pointing. There's a lot of room for blame. And that flips the magnet. Then, you know, no one wants to change. They're going to feel controlled. So that's, uh, in a nutshell, how I would approach uh, behavior that you see that you have a problem with. Um, that would be the, the way in. And then evaluating the action, not so much what someone says, because uh, a lot of people talk a lot of shit, and they don't do anything about it. So make sure that um, the behavior stops or the behavior changes, you know. Um, and then if it does change, if you see an effort, you have to praise the person, you know, because that's like, that's a big deal, because the person is, um, the person, your ex, uh, wait, what? Your ex? <laughs> what? I'm, I'm unconsciously getting people to break up with um, each other. That's, that's horrible. Okay. Um, your, your partner. What was I talking about? Okay, let me have a sip of coffee and I will come right back. If you uh, listen to me, you know, this is this is my this is my pattern I need to break. I need a message from you saying, hey, John, listen, I notice uh, when you're doing podcast episodes or videos, uh, you bird walk a lot. And this pattern is affecting my life. You are wasting my time. Can you get your shit together? How can I help you, John, so you are more focused 
um, can we create an outline together? What can I do for you so you can um, not change the topic and go somewhere else that has nothing to do with why I wanted to listen to this episode? How can we bring you back to the conversation? Well, I uh, thank you for caring, first of all, and um, I will do my best to be more focused. Yeah. All right, here we go. So that is uh, behavior change. Now let's talk about general change. How do I change my partner? And I'm going to give you an answer that you're not going to like. You're going to want to um, throw your uh, earbuds into the gutter. Probably not because they're probably really expensive, but I don't know. You're going to at least roll your eyes maybe. And this is my answer. You change someone else by changing yourself. I know, I know it's very textbook. You've heard that a thousand times. Okay, so let me explain. Let's use an example. Let's say your partner is um, not taking care of himself. He's let himself go. He's eating shit. He's gained 20 pounds. He's on the couch. He's, you know, whatever, going through his um, winter. And uh, he's not really happy. And it's affecting your life. This is also false advertising because when you met him, he was uh, ripped and ambitious and, you know, was just doing a lot of things. And now he's eating chips and uh, feeling sorry for himself. How can you change him? Well, going back to part one of this, uh, you do have to express yourself, right? So you're, you're not going to start like doing weird things to, to like force him or get him to look at himself. You, you should be vulnerable and authentic and real and just uh, um, express, you know, how you feel, right? So um, the first thing would be to express yourself coming from curiosity and concern, right? You're not saying, hey, you're a fucking slob. This isn't what I signed up for, right? You're saying, I noticed that um, you're unhappy and I'm worried about you. I noticed that uh, you're eating really bad. You're, you know, going back to um, whatever, the stuff that you used to do. I noticed that uh, I wouldn't say that you've gained a lot of weight because uh, that's kind of, that can be hurtful. And I don't know if you can recover from that, but I noticed that you're, because uh, there's better ways to say that you've gained weight instead of saying that you've gained weight, right? Um, you're eating things that are unhealthy. I noticed that you're not moving much. I noticed that you're not doing a lot of any fitness anymore, whatever, right? Um, I noticed these things. I care about you. How can I help you? How can I su support you in what you're going through? That would be the self-expression. Self-expression wouldn't be get off your fucking couch, you lazy piece of shit, right? That, that would not, that's, um, that's probably not going to work. After the self-expression, and let's say he does nothing, you don't keep battering it because um, the more that you do, I think the more he won't change. What you do is you change, uh, you, you take whatever you want for him and you apply it to yourself. So, and you may be already doing it, but go out and work out and you know, eat better and 
hang out with your friends and go build your life and live your life. And hopefully what will happen is he will see you doing this and he will not want to be the kid that got left behind, right? He will be motivated through your, um, you living your own life that way, not being told what to do. Now, does this always work? Of course not. But it's a lot more powerful that you lead by example and continue on because that is healthy, right? It's not like, oh, you're down. I'm going to stay down here with you. It's like, I'll give you my hand, not my life, right? So that's what you have to do is continue with your life. Go pursue your passions and dreams and hang out with your friends and do what you feel that you need. And at the same time, you can say, hey, how, how can I also support you with what you're going through, right? Without me losing my life or my traction, you know? And that doesn't make you selfish. That makes you healthy. I used to think, based on my old definitions of love, that if you go down, I go down with you because that's romantic and sexy and, you know, things that movies are made of. <laughs> and uh, we're one person, right? Uh, especially when you get married. I used to think, oh, yeah, we're one person. Uh, no, you're not. There's you. You have a life. There's your partner. He or she has a life. You guys are two people coming together, helping and supporting each other, but not so in, in, in a mesh that you're um, losing your, your sense of self or your life for the other person. That That's not healthy. That's... Um, that's dysfunction, right? That's young love. That's not the kind of love that uh, you are trying to build. That's not sustainable. There's also going to be anger and resentment if you do sacrifice a lot of things um, for your partner. So expressing concern and care and then doing everything you can to continue on and lead by example while and not ignoring your partner while constantly checking in, you know, inviting your partner to the gym to do other things, right? So it's like you're you're holding hands. Um, you're not jumping on the couch with him. Does that make sense? Uh, it probably doesn't make sense. You're, you're holding life, doing life with, but also working on your own stuff and moving on. And that's all you can do, you know, you, you can't force someone to change. And so that's why the answer is you change and be supportive and express yourself and help the other person as much as you can without losing yourself. And that's, that's it. That's how you change someone. If the other person doesn't want to change, then you have to ask yourself, um, do you want to continue to build a relationship with this person, right? Maybe you don't. Maybe um, where that they're at in their lives and the choices they're making don't line up with uh, your values and, and who you want to invest in. And I think that's fair. Now, not after a week, right? If, he, if he's on the couch for a week and then you're like, uh, okay, I'm out. It's been a week. You haven't changed. I, I think that's, that's not fair. Um, and I don't know what the time frame is, right? Maybe it's a few months. Maybe it's a year. I don't know. Uh, at the same time, it can't be five years, right? If he's still on the couch after you've addressed this five years ago, um, yeah, you, 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 you it, it, the person's not fixable, but the person may not be fixable, but also it's not your job, you know? 
Anyway, I hope I brought it back and um, apologize for a little bit of the uh, bird walking I do. You know, I, sorry, not sorry, because the, the purpose of my podcast is, is that they are unrehearsed. And um, whenever I do have an outline, it doesn't, it's not me. I feel weird. I feel like I'm wearing a, 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 a you know what I feel like? I feel like I'm wearing, I'm tucking my shirt in and wearing a suit. And that's so not me. Um, so my butt's all tight, you know, I'm all scrunched up. I've got um, wrinkles on my forehead. And um, if I force myself to do that, uh, the, the podcasting won't last that long. So I have to toss the outline and just talk to you like I'm sitting across from you having coffee. What's up? How are you? Thank you for listening. Be well. Hey, if you have a passion for helping others and you want to create a more meaningful career or add to your current skill set, it's time to become a life coach with Lumia. When I became a life coach many years ago, there wasn't anything like this. So I developed this program alongside with Noel Cordo, Lumia Coach Training, and it's amazing. It's 100% live and online, meaningful, evidence-based education, real people, real community, ICF accredited to with 20 diverse instructors in a thriving alumni community. Go to theangrytherapist.com and click on Become a Coach and explore Lumia Coach Training. I'll see you in class.